Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. Dr. Paul is away today, so I will handle the report for today. Today we're going to talk about something very disturbing coming out of Europe, something terrifying, in fact, coming out of Europe. And you probably won't see it much on the U.S. mainstream media because the U.S. mainstream media frames the issues in a way that's pleasing to the regime rather than providing news to people. And here's what's happening in Europe. Here's what we know about Europe and COVID-19. The lockdowns of last year did not work. The social distancing did not work. The masks did not work, did nothing. And increasingly, the vax mandates do not work and have not worked. They've done nothing and we've shown this in chart after chart after chart. The imposition of a mask mandate and the subsequent increase in new COVID cases. Over and over, we've been showing you over the past year and a half, there would have been a significant and dramatic decrease if any of these worked. So they clearly do not work. So what do you do? You're in a quandary if you're a European politician or public health expert. What do you do? Do you imitate what has worked? Do you look to a place like Sweden, which to this point has not imposed vax mandates, mask mandates, forced distancing. Uh, now, of course, the Swedish population did uh, assess its own risks and did take vaccines if it wanted to and wore masks if it wanted to. But the results are obvious, and we've shown many times on the show what happened in Sweden versus what's happened in the rest of Europe. So do you take Sweden as an example and say, you know what? We've done these things over the past year and nothing has made a difference. The virus has virused. Uh, as Alex Berenson might have said. Uh, so what do we do? No, they do not follow Sweden. They do not follow DeSantis in, in uh, Florida or even Abbott here in Texas. Uh, things that have worked or that have seemed to have reduced or certainly not made matters worse, they have not followed. So what do they do? They're now in Europe doubling down on this, doubling down and punishing an unpopular minority by removing their basic human rights. And I'm talking about those who have not received whatever the current dosage of the shots uh, is considered to be fully vaccinated. The unvaxxed are considered unclean and they have had their, their human rights, their basic human rights of leaving their own homes taken away virtually under house arrest. Austria and Germany are leading the charge in this war against an unpopular minority considered to be unclean by many. If this doesn't recall certain things about history, then you're not paying attention. And obviously, we're not talking about proportionality here. Uh, we're not talking about equality here, but we're talking about how things start and how things have started. And it is very eerie to see the ire, the anger among those who have done everything that their governments have told them to no avail, and that anger being taken out not against their governments, although there have been plenty of protests uh, in Europe that we have tried to cover on the Liberty Report, but a lot of that ire being directed toward those who have resisted from the beginning for whatever reason, resisted the masks, resisted the vaccines. Uh, now they're being told that you have no human rights. Let's look at a couple of chilling things uh, first, out of Austria, let's look at the, just the first photo. This is Max Blumenthal. Uh, he tweets this. 
Austrian police hunt for the unvaccinated who have been confined to their homes and face fines of $1,660 just for being in public, except when working. And the human rights industry, the EU, US, and much of the international left are silent, if not quietly approving. Now there is a, 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 a brief video attached to this and separately I've sent a link if we can watch this. This is the Austrian police going through department stores while people are shopping. Uh, sorry, let's do that, that second one if we can. Right There we go. Going through department stores while people are shopping saying, show us your papers, show us your vax passport. This is chilling. Watch this. Wenn Polizisten seit heute durch das Einkaufszentrum schlendern, dann ist nicht davon auszugehen, dass sie auf der Jagd nach Sonderangeboten sind, sondern ihnen geht es um den 2G-Nachweis. Denn nur dann dürfen sich Personen, so wie hier im Südpark in Klagenfurt, in einem Modegeschäft aufhalten. Erlaubt wäre sonst nur der Gang zum Supermarkt. Diese Dame hat Erklärungsbedarf. Was folgt, ist eine Anzeige, weil sie überhaupt keinen Nachweis bei sich hat. Ein paar Kilometer weiter werden auch Kontrollen bei So here we see it. Stopping people. Going into their stores, we can stop that now, that's this, uh, this clip. Uh, stopping people going into stores, forcing you to prove that you have a right to be outside. This is Austria, not 1942, but Austria 2021. Let's go back to that first video clip, and this is an Austrian explaining what's happening to his country and what they plan to do about it, hopefully. First, there we go, let's... Hello dear friends of justice and human rights anywhere in the world. This is Alexander from Austria calling for help and support. Austria since yesterday 15 November is in the state of lockdown for everybody who is not vaccinated. Also official authorities are discussing force so he's talking about forced vaccinations. He's talking about the Austrian government taking people who, for whatever reason, uh, maybe it's natural immunity, have chosen not to receive a certain medical procedure and forcing them to take that procedure. Again, Austria 2021, not 1942. But hey, is it working? Maybe if it's working. Maybe if it's working. Let's look at this next uh, picture here, this next clip. This is Austria with COVID. Uh, no, let's look at actually the picture, the second picture. There we go. We see where the expanded mask requirements and enforcement come in. This is Ian, South Carolina, uh, tweeting this chart out. Cases in Austria are up 3,685% since vaccine passports started, even with 80% of adults at least partially vaccinated, and they're also forcing them to take uh, tougher masks. And it's not just uh, Austria. The Czech Republic has done the same thing. They have um, said people who have not taken the vaccine no longer have any normal civil rights. Uh, unfortunately, the, uh, again, the international civil rights organizations don't seem to care. And I think we may have a, do we have a, a video clip from the Czech Republic? I think it may be the, uh, the third one. Let me, let me check here. Yeah, this is, uh, these are protests in the Czech Republic over the imposition of this, the, the removal of basic uh, civil rights. Let's just look at this for, it's only a 12-second clip, so let's have a look at, this is Prague protesting against, uh, against this mandate.
Not long ago, the Czech Republic was praised for its handling of the virus. And let's look at that, this next uh, picture clip. This is USA Today, last, uh, last July. Czech Republic has life-saving COVID-19 lesson for America. Wear a face mask. They defeated, they defeated COVID with face masks last year. Well, let's look at that next clip. This is uh, Czech Republic Today, after mask mandates, vax mandates, and the removal of basic human rights of people that refuse to comply. They're going through the roof. They're going through the roof. So is Netherlands and Germany. The only one that's not going through the roof is Sweden, which has taken a different course. And let's look at Germany, the next clip here. Germany is also joining Austria, slowly but surely, in imposing lockdowns on the unvaccinated. Um, Here's a quote from the article uh, from The Guardian. On Tuesday, the country's disease control agency, the Robert Koch Institute, recorded a seven-day incidence of 312 cases per 100,000 people, with several areas at more than 1,000. A year ago, before the vaccine was introduced, the rate stood at 139. So, hang on a minute. They've got a bunch of their people uh, in Germany vaccinated, and they have three times as many people catching the virus. And that's why people are wondering what's going on, what's happening uh, with the vaccines. And let's move on to, it, to, uh, to, to look at Germany again. And this is, a, this is a graphic example of what I'm talking about. Uh, you see that we've talked about this before. That golden line is the increase in vaccinations up over well over 80%. And then uh, this shows that the, the, an article in The Atlantic saying, these measures are helping Germany beat COVID October 26th. And look at the line. Uh, three weeks after The Atlantic published an article about how masks and vaccine passports were helping Germany beat COVID, cases are the highest they've ever been and up 6,300% since early July. The measures are working. The measures are working. And it's almost out of frustration and anger that they're now taking out this on the people that have refused to comply. And we see this expanding to Italy. Let's look at the next one. This is Paul Joseph Watson, uh, who's done a good job of covering this. Let's look at the next clip. Italian governors call for unvaccinated to be put under, under lockdown. And we know that uh, Gibraltar was hailed the first country with 100% vaccination. They did it. They did it right. Let's look at the next clip. Here is not that long ago in Gibraltar, praised. Want a peek at post-COVID life? Check out Gibraltar. They're literally 100% vaccinated. This is uh, last year. And now let's look at the next one. This came out just this week. Post-COVID life? Gibraltar cancels official Christmas celebration against surge in COVID cases. Again and again and again, you see the failure of the measures that they've taken. And what do they do? Well, again, let's look at the next clip. we got a lot of clips today. What do they do? Here's the Irish Examiner. We can't rule out lockdown. Let's do the same thing that didn't work in the past all over again. And that's what they're doing. Uh, public health officials and politicians, they have absolutely no idea what to do except to grab control and look for scapegoats. Again, scapegoats. And some countries are starting to recognize maybe this isn't the best thing. These uh, vaccine mandates are not working 
as well as hoped. And in fact, some are even citing studies that are putting hard science behind that questioning of forcing people to do a shot. And then here's the next one. This is the Times of London. Uh, COVID in Scotland. If we can put up that next clip. John Swinney urged to scrap uh, vaccine passports. He's under pressure to abandon vaccine passports after a study found that the double jabbed are just as likely to pass on COVID as unvaccinated people. This is the Times of London. This is not uh, Conspiracy Theory Weekly. And this is, from the, uh, this is from that Oxford study that this is cited. Let's go to that next clip. This says a lot. This is from that Oxford study that's cited in the Times article. Quote, transmission reductions declined over time since second vaccination for Delta reaching similar levels to unvaccinated individuals by 12 weeks for AstraZeneca and attenuating substantially for Pfizer-BioNTech. Protection from vaccination in contacts also declined in the three months after second vaccination. They have not achieved, the vaccines have not achieved what were promised. We've talked about this so many times on the show. It's objectively true. We were promised 100% protection against this. And even Biden said as recently as July, if you take the shot, you won't catch COVID. Untrue, untrue. And in fact, we talked, I think, yesterday on the program about this NHL team uh, in Ottawa, I believe it was, 100% vaccinated. 40% of the team has COVID. So it's, it's becoming very obvious that it isn't working. And again, the point is that as it becomes more obvious, the people who have taken these measures and the people who have complied are both becoming more vicious and angry and looking for scapegoats. This is a dangerous situation when you have this kind of scapegoat hunting happening. And I don't want to overemphasize the point, but we have seen this movie in the past when you look for scapegoats. And here's an interesting article from Unheard, which is a great publication. Let's look at this next one. This, this gentleman went underground, this journalist went underground inside the lockdown for Austria, Freddie Sayers. This came out on Monday. And let's look at that next clip. He's telling us what happened. This is when Austria uh, put in its lockdown of the unvaccinated. As of midnight last night, around 30% of the adult population have been legally mandated to stay inside their homes. They are allowed to leave only to buy essential food, to travel to and from essential work, and for physical exercise. Leisure of any kind is forbidden. In effect, this means that two million Austrians are currently under partial house arrest. And he goes on to make a very important point because he's in, he interviewed several people. And it's interesting because he interviewed a lot of the elites on the very, very wealthy shopping streets. And there are plenty of those in Vienna. It's not a cheap place to live. People are out there buying very, very expensive items. They're all for the lockdowns because they view uh, the people who have not taken the vaccine as being beneath them. Uh, Low-level people, uh, delivery people, uh, truck drivers, n- nobodies. Uh, so they're all for it. They think these people should be punished. They hate their fellow Austrians for not following the orders. That's what it's all about. And so here's, a, here's another clip from that same article where he went around and talked to people in Austria about this. Let's put this one up, this, uh, this uh, next quote. Questions about the practical efficacy of such a measure, i.e. locking down people and depriving them of their rights, 
don't seem to be of much interest. When I ask people if they know that vaccinated people can also contract and transmit COVID, they tend to brush it aside as a minor detail. Not a single person we have spoken of so far referred to the likely practical outcome of this new policy. It is simply a hardening of the vaccine passport policy that so far has evidently failed to contain the latest waves of infection. Now, this is important. For the government, the motivation, as always, is mainly to be seen to be doing something. The numerous anti-vaccine and anti-lockdown political parties that have grown up during COVID have made it even more of a political battle. You've got to do something. Well, there's an unpopular minority that we can kick around and beat up and lock in their homes. That sounds like a pretty good idea. And that's exactly what they're doing. So it doesn't work. It's not working. Europe is becoming a very dark place. The bright light is there are plenty of protests going on. Italy, Germany, uh, Austria, plenty of protests. People aren't having it. I don't know what it will take to reach critical mass to reverse these moves and these measures, which are, of course, inhumane. They will cause many more problems than they solve, many more deaths than they solve. And ironically, despite the fact that Dr. Paul and I have for the past several months decried the lack of wide-scale protests in the United States as we had seen in Europe uh, and even in Australia, the fact is we might be having a bit of uh, silver lining here. Uh, The United States may actually be leading the way out of this worldwide tyranny that's descended. Uh, And I don't want to be too optimistic. But the fact is, as Europe goes backward toward 1942, we see in the United States, particularly now that red state governors such as DeSantis, to a degree Abbott here and in other states, have proven that their approach has been effective. Certainly uh, when they were talking about the summertime increase in Florida and Texas, it was blamed on the red state governors. Death Santos just wants to kill his people we were told. It's all about politics, these horrible Republicans. Well, interestingly enough, now that there is a wave among blue states, all of a sudden we're not hearing that. We're not hearing it's the blue state governors who are destroying and killing their own people. So I think the success of what DeSantis and others have done in resisting the calls to crack down on people means that we will not see a nationwide lockdown of the unvaxxed in the United States. And I don't even think a regional lockdown of the unvaccinated in the United States was far off the rails as Europe is going. The U.S. is not going to follow them there. And that is good news. Uh, But of course, you won't know that from the media. Uh, Let's look at this next clip. Here is not long ago, DeSantis was fact-checked. This is just a couple of months ago. DeSantis falsely claims Vaccinated citizens without boosters could be declared unvaccinated and lose their jobs. This is the independent. That stupid DeSantis, how dare he? He's spreading fake news. You're not going to be declared unvaccinated if you don't have your booster. Well, let's fast forward a bit to, like today. Fauci says COVID-19 booster might become the new standard for being considered vaccinated. We have the exact thing that we're talking about. I'll leave that up just for a second because we have that exact thing happening that we've been talking about, that we're warned about. Um, So what is going to happen? Well, I would say one of the things, we can take it down now, 
But Biden's OSHA mandate is falling apart. We know that for a fact right now. We have no idea really what the Sixth Circuit uh, appeals court will do with the Fifth Circuit stay uh, of this emergency measure in, in OSHA. But the, um, the, the court's decision, the Fifth Circuit court decision on it was so condemning, and you should read it if you get the chance, so condemning and so damning of the OSHA uh, claim rationale, the Biden administration rationale, it's hard to believe that the Sixth Circuit would not uphold the Fifth Circuit's conclusion, which may kick it up to the Supreme Court. But what I think it is, the OSHA mandate is a bluff. It's a bluster and it's a bluff. And it's trying to push Americans and terrify Americans into getting that with a threat, you'll be fired. You'll lose everything. And there are a lot of people that are facing that imminent departure. A good friend uh, of mine I spoke with yesterday, she's facing that as well right now. So they hope to bully people into taking the shot before the OSHA mandate is fully smacked down, uh, which we, we, we suspect that it will be. And corporate America, of course, is playing along with it. They love this. They love to do the bidding of government uh, and push people around. But, but will they be successful? Uh, the mandate won't, but they're hoping that more people will sign up. I don't think Americans, I think Americans who don't want to take the shot right now, especially as we're recognizing, we have recognized, I think the Brownstone Institute mentioned some 120 studies uh, that have shown natural immunity to be superior uh, to the immunity that was conferred by shots. And this is not to say some people may want to take a shot. It's up to you. That's always been our position. It's up to you. But we are seeing it fall apart uh, in the U.S. And I think that's good news. And hopefully the Europeans can draw some uh, some comfort in seeing this and some courage uh, in, in resisting this whole idea that you lose your human rights if you don't do what you're told. Um, it's something chilling. Let's go through a couple more clips before we close out here. This is Thomas Massey and he points this out. In response to a FOIA request, the CDC literally just admitted they haven't documented a single case of an unvaccinated individual with natural immunity spreading the virus. And you'll see this is a letter that was sent. This is a FOIA request to the CDC. Let's look at the next one. This is what uh, uh, Mr. Massey is referring to. You can see uh, the letter here. And if you want to look it up, you can, you can look it up. But they basically said, we can't find anything. We can't find a single case where someone has recovered from the virus with natural immunities and has passed it on. That's something that's very significant. And Massey is right to point that out. So what do they have to hide? Why won't they be transparent? Let's look at this next clip because this says a lot. The FDA asks a federal judge to grant it until the year 2076 to fully release Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine data. In uh, the subtitle, the Fed government shields Pfizer from liability, gives it billions of dollars, makes Americans take its product, but they won't let you see the data supporting its safety and efficacy. Why is that? Why do they have to wait until 2076? to show us the data that they have, you know? And I think Americans would say, what are they hiding? What are they hiding? So dark days in Europe, some bright spots in the US, slightly optimistic, at least right now. And my second to last thing is have a little bit of fun. And let's look at this next clip, because DeSantis, uh, for whatever his faults are, he knows how to troll. And this is hilarious, this is from today. Governor DeSantis trolls President Biden will sign bills limiting vaccine mandates in Brandon, Florida. So everyone knows that, that that's funny saying. Uh, we don't have to repeat it here, but that is 
that is master, master, master trolling. I want to close out by reminding everyone, day two, Dr. Paul's new mini book, Making Sense of Current Political Idiocies. We talked about it a lot yesterday. Um, it is available to supporters of the Ron Paul Institute, which this show is under the guise of the Ron Paul Institute, for a $50 or more contribution. We will send you this as a thank you, tax-deductible contribution. We will send this to you as a thank you. For $100 or more, Dr. Paul will sign it. And the, and the great thing is you don't have to do anything. You don't have to send us a note. You don't have to do anything. Every donation of $50 or more for a limited time, and we're looking at just a couple of weeks for this to be available, limited time and limited supplies, just make your donation. Go to ronpaulinstitute.org, click on support, and you can make it. This is a secure website, so your transaction is secure once you get to the support page. Make your contribution, and then do no more. Uh, now, we're not Amazon. We can't put it on a drone and have it to you by this afternoon. But I assure you, uh, we will get it to you, uh, and you'll have time to put it under your tree for your favorite liberty lover. Again, Ron Paul's great book. He talks about how is this cultural Marxism, this wokeism, this COVID, how is it all tied together, and who's doing it? I think you're going to really like the book. So give it a shot. Give it a try. Support a good cause. I think it's a good cause. I'm a little biased. Uh, but we're working, and we're fighting hard. Uh, for our civil liberties here at home. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Liberty Report today. Please come back soon.